Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Good morning to welcome to the Best Life Cafe Live Radio, which is why you just heard me say, damn it, before the show even started. My name is Kathy Amello. I am the author of the book, Six Months to Live, Making Each Day Matter, and host of the popular podcast, Making Each Day Matter. And I'm here with our co-hostess, Carrie Butler, who is the owner of the LA-based consulting firm, The Emergency Cafe. Carrie is also a whole opponent forgiveness coach. Lots of good stuff on her Instagram to motivate you to live your best life. And good morning, Carrie. It's just you good and me today. Morning. I'm so excited. I know. Oh my gosh. I look forward to these days. Not that I don't love our guests, but what I realize is is that when we don't have time together, like yeah. you know, it's like I miss that. I miss that a lot. Totally. Anyway, so what's going on? I started my morning. What's going on, Well, babe? first of all, because I know our listeners are dying to know, uh, what's the weather like in L.A. today? <laughs> oh, you know, it is a touch cloudy, I think. Um, I was out walking the dogs in the dark at 4 o'clock in the morning and haven't really looked out since. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a little cloudy today. But it's cool. Like, I so, think if I remember correctly, the weather was going to be, like, in the, like, upper 60s, like 67, 68, um, and that's going to be it for a couple of days. But then Thursday, I think we go up to like 78 or something. We're going to get a little bump. Uh, so Right when I'm going to be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, wow. Um, I'm you excited know, just, uh, to get some warmth. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. And then just, you know, on a – on a little fire update, we, um, I think it's like almost, it's like 55% contained the, pardon me, the Thomas fire. And there are some winds that are happening tonight mm-hmm. and uh-huh. tomorrow. Um, but we're, we're getting better. We're getting better. I mean, it's, it's actually on, um, on, ta- on target to be the, the biggest, fire in California history, which is so sad. But they're sending people home now, which is good. Like they, they talk to a, oh, yeah. um, a fire captain. So that's good. That's good. Anyway. That is good. And, you know, our, our, our Northern California hearts go out to Southern California. It's almost post-traumatic stress to even watch it because I still am having conversations with here with people in Northern California who are picking up the ashes, you know, like still not really sure yeah. what happened. It's been a very short time. And, uh, you know, I'll just note that the weather here is freezing, and we almost had snow last night. It rained this morning, and I'm chilled to my bones. So, welcome really? to my California life. Oh, freezing now. But I, I wanted to say that uh, our heart, you know, it's been an epic year, and this show today, we really just kind of want to wrap up our feelings about the year and our feelings about Christmas and the traditions and I watched a show last night, um, well, actually, I fell asleep watching Robin Roberts had the year 2017. Oh, and yeah, I, I fell asleep, too. The, yeah, it, I know, because it was on from 9 to 11, and let's face it, us oldies, that's like it. But I'm actually, uh, I fell asleep on the couch, and but what I noticed in the beginning of the show that I was able to watch was that it was hard for her to find the good, even though she was trying to balance it you know, with the good and the, and the hard. And um, she did a good job, but I'll tell you, 
it was a year. You know, it was an epic, epic yeah. year. Yeah. Well, next yeah. week we have Carrie Sires on again, our favorite favorite, um, and she's going to talk about like it. it I mean, because we had a little brief talk about it. It's not over. Like the energies and the all this stuff is not over. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, getting getting like down deep, it's like you know, and listening to Abraham every day keeps me mm-hmm. on the path of just the most important thing is to feel good, you know, and it's like, yes, these things are going on in the world, but we still need to feel good. You know, it's like, we can't, we can't, for me, let's just say me, like I can't take on the drama of the world. Do you know what I mean? It's like, because Mm -hmm, then it just mm -hmm. brings me down and it, and it also bringing the drama like with of the world doesn't allow me to look at myself, you know? So that that for me is a big, big deal. Anyway, wow, so but so I know we're gonna, we're gonna have some. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some oh, fun really? like light talk today, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so I I think we should start with so, so I started my day today as I do every Wednesday morning, unbeknownst to all of you people who are sleeping at five forty-five a.m. Uh, with the pool. And my class starts at 6.15 a.m., and today I woke up at 6.06. 6.06. Oh. And so I said, okay, you have eight minutes to get to the health club. And luckily, it's a six-minute drive. So you can imagine I jumped out of bed, threw on a bathing suit and some sweats. That took a minute. Then I grabbed my coffee, got in the car. I walked in the door at 6.16 and jumped into the pool. And uh, luckily, my my ladies are so understanding, and we always have lively, fun conversations. So I want to give a shout-out to my 6 a.m. early morning girls for always accepting me for who I am. And I asked them today, what's going on? What's your Christmas bustle about? What are you doing for the weekend? What are you cooking? So one of the things that this one girl said was that she had so much stuff in her brain of, oh, i got to get this person a present and that person a present and all, you know, and then i got to go home and wrap it and i got to go to the store. And she said, so I'm going to go home and I'm going to make a list. And I'm going to go methodically one by one and finish each task for the next two days until I'm done. And she said, Santa makes a list. Why not me? <laughs> I <gasps> thought it was I love that. Santa makes a list. So should she. It oh, my God. So that's the cutest. So I saw, I said, you know what, you're right. And I think that it is a lot at this time of year to have in your brain because you not only have your normal day-to-day if you have a job or if you have, you know, kids or whatever it is that you do day-to-day, but then you're, you're adding a lot of other people and other things that are coming up this weekend because it's a really nice weekend because we kind of have Saturday, Sunday, Monday to celebrate, you know, it's the weekend. And I'm actually starting mine tomorrow night, but... We, uh, it's just a nice time, and there's so much going on. So make make that list. So I decided today I would make a list and write down everything I needed to finish and do exactly that because I think one of the great things about lists is when you're done, it's a big load off of you. Yeah, and just the process of crossing them off. Yeah, you know, just crossing them off, like. 
It's so funny because, you know, like I was trying to figure out the other day I had to go to the market and, and Chloe is the one that like mentioned this. She goes, mom, just put it in your phone. And I was like, okay, but how do you cross them off? Like when you get them? And she was just like, <laughs> you know, with that, she's like, oh, mom, you're so whatever. And she said, mom, just delete them. Like just erase them on your phone. And I was like, oh my God, that was so awesome. And literally like right before your eyes, it's like your list is disappearing which was such a, like, she had no idea that, you know, the suggestion that she made was so big, but for me, but it was just like, oh, great. Yeah. Great. And, it was awesome. And, uh, and that's what feels so good, you know, is it's, it's being done. I, I don't know why that is, because we also have to enjoy all the process of it, you know, the process of, of you know, whatever it is, wrapping those presents, and I have come to the conclusion that when I'm doing things that seem sort of tedious and have to get done, that if I try to step back and take a deep breath and just be in those moments with it, of like how fun that I get to wrap this Christmas present for you know, my grandson and he's going to love it. And, and really just sort of embracing that time rather than saying, oh, my God, I have 20 gifts to wrap. You know, like there's a difference yes. and there's a shift in perception and vibration when you kind of come into these tasks that seem sort of, overwhelming this time of year of just moment by moment. And you know, that's my theory. So I mean, I'm really trying to practice what I preach. <laughs> okay. And do you remember the story that Abraham tells about Esther, about the list and sitting in the restaurant? Do you remember that yeah. story? This is a good but story. Share right. So yeah. she, yeah. okay. So she, and this is like for anything, but especially at this time of the year, because we get so overwhelmed. So she asked, she like, literally, she said she wrote, she had a book. Esther said she had a book of like a hundred things that she had to get done and was feeling really overwhelmed. And so she sat down, she, this is when Jerry was still on the planet and um, in his physical form. And um, she said to Abraham, what do I do? And so they said, just and, oh, and they were sitting at a restaurant like that had like butcher board paper on the tables and crayons and stuff. <clears throat> so they said, make a, you know, like make a T and on one, on the top of it, write things I must complete today. And then on the other oh. side, put things the universe can take care of. And so literally on her side, she like really thought about it. And she was like, there were like maybe 10 things or something that she absolutely had to get done that day. So she wrote them on her side and then she started writing everything else on the universe's side. And, and she said like it took an hour because there were like so many things. And basically like the bottom line is like she could focus on the things she really needed to get done. And then the universe was going to like have her do, they were going to like do or the rest. And she said people like that needed to, she needed to call, started calling her, you know, like just things like that, that like, like, all right, universe, like you, you please help me out here. Cause I gotta, like, I gotta do this stuff, you know? And it was like, and you do this. And she said it was just the coolest thing. So, you know, I love that, that, I love that we're talking about lists and what an organic conversation this is, right? But we, yeah, if well, you just write down like the stuff that we have to do, like you have to wrap those presents, awesome. But you don't have to do, you know, whatever. And so just let the universe do that and see what happens. Well, I hey, think worst comes the worst in the universe. Because, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have I have a list for the universe that I 
you know, need to put out of my hands. And which brings me to my next conversation with you. And I think I shared this with you, but I want to share with our listeners. I had a situation, you know, I had a conversation with Carrie last week. And, you know, every year I come up with a theme of the year. And last year I picked that this year would be the year of adventure. (laughs) Hashtag big mistake, okay? Let's call it an epic be careful. Hashtag be careful what you wish for. <laughs> so, indeed, it was an adventure and uh, for all of us. And so we were talking about that, and Carrie shared a story with me. Can we share Can I share that story, uh, Dorena's story about the about the Yes, story? Maybe totally. You, because you actually know that story better. So I want you to share that story, and then I'll share what happens after for me. So share that story with us. I love it. Okay. So y'all know we have our, you know, our wonderful organizer, Dorena, who we all work with. And if you guys can do anything in next year, please work with her because she's ridiculously effective, whatever. Yeah, we don't even know how to talk about that. Anyway, so she called me up and she's like, I know, right? Yeah. It's like we bow to her, you guys. I swear to God. Um. So she called me up the other day and she's like, okay, like, can I just tell you this story? Because like, if I tell my husband, he's probably going to commit me at this point. You know, I'm like, sure. <laughs> so she's hanging out and she looks down at her phone and she gets a text from, so I guess she was on the phone with her brother or was something about her brother. And she looked down and it was the same, oh, I know, it was the same area code from her brother, the where her brother lives, but it wasn't her brother's number. Because, you know, when you get a text, like, it'll say, like, the name, right? It'll go across your mm-hmm, screen. Mm-hmm. And, and she looked at it, and it said, what would you do if it could be easy? And she was like, oh. And she was in the middle of, like, having to, like, do something, right? So she was like, God, that's freaking brilliant. So she texts him back and goes, hey, thanks for that. Like, that was awesome. Like, that really helped me. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I didn't text you. And she's like, no, yeah, you did. So she looked through her phone. She couldn't find it anywhere. She looked through her email. She couldn't find it anywhere. Like, literally, she could not find this message anywhere. Then she gets an email from Marie Forleo about an upcoming guest. And the conversation is, going to be, what if it was easy? What would you do if it was easy? So she's like, oh, that's probably it, right? So so then she's like, but Carrie, I'm like literally looking through my emails right now. Like there's no, there's no, you know, um, I don't have an email from Marie Forleo or, or I don't have a message, something like that. Oh, and I said to her, I said, well, are you subscribed to her YouTube channel? Because when I get like the people that I subscribe to on my YouTube channel, like I get notifications, they pop up on my phone. She's like, oh, yeah, that's probably it. She goes to the YouTube channel. She's not subscribed to Marie Forleo's channel at all. So the bottom line is we have no idea how this message got to her, but she shared it with me. I was in the middle of something that literally has been taking me, I would say the the whole process has been two years so far. Like I decided that I needed to take care of something in my life and she shared that with me, and literally I went onto the computer, and in 20 minutes I found the right person that I needed to talk to. I found the, the – and, and she was at the price that I needed to pay to, in order to get this situation taken care of. I called you 
I told you both of those stories, and that's where we're at right now. Okay, so I, know, right? I realize I love this. I just, you know, like it's just I'm just a joyful mess right now hearing this because I had a really difficult year last year uh, when it came to my work, and I had a hard adjustment of really going through this sort of easy process of work that I had had going for a couple years to like gung-ho into a 90-day straight work year, you know, like for taxis. And uh, it was really like hard to fathom as I started to think about my year and I thought, well, what could my theme be this year? And and then Carrie and I talked and I said, oh my God, that's it. It's the year of ease. It's just the year of easy. And I think there's not a person listening today that does not want easy to be the way you flow this year after the year we've had. And so I was in the middle of doing a narrative for someone and trying to explain away someone's life to an agency, and I won't say any names or anything. And here I was in the middle trying to explain, you know, this person's stuff, and I was, you know, seven paragraphs in. And I thought, well, and I was frustrated, and it was 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. And I was so frustrated, and I said, what would you do if it was easy? And I literally clicked delete, and I wrote, here's the information you asked for. Call me if you have any questions. Drop the mic. Walk away. Walk away. And I was like, yeah. oh, so that's my our God. Theme. That's our theme for this year. What, I think I that should be the theme for every push, year. Yeah, well, I just pushed it back onto the person who was asking me for the information you know, and asking me, in other words, why don't you just ask me what you need to ask me and I'll answer instead of me trying to come up with creative ways to explain someone's life away. And, you know, it put me in a precarious position because it also would cost them money if I made one mistake. So I really just learned from that experience and from listening to your story and Dorena's story that if you go to easy every time, it's going to be an easier life. Like bottom line, it's going to be easier. So I, I really uh, encourage our listeners to think about that question when you start to get, like, overwhelmed and frustrated and stuck. Like, I was stuck. Seven paragraphs in, I'm stuck going, what am I trying to say here? What am I trying, you know, just, you just don't need, you don't need to do it anymore. I think that people are in a hurry, so let's just drop, drop it back in their lap. So what would I do if it was easy? Yeah. And then we added our spin. <laughs> right. Our own spin to yeah, that was uh, was uh, we're gonna shut that shit down, and I said it. So there you go. Anytime drama comes yeah. in, we're shutting it down. Yeah, like you guys, it is so time to take responsibility for our own lives, right? I mean, I think that it's yeah. like it's time to take responsibility. I mean, I'm gonna be 58 in I don't know 37 days. I don't even know six weeks, something like that. Like. 58 years old. Like, I feel like I'm 12, you know, like I don't feel 58, (laughs) but I also know, you know, here's, here's the thing about age. I think that the only thing that age gives us, not a Mm poo-poo at all. That's looking Mm -hmm. at like my 19 year old daughter, right. Who thinks that like everything in the world is the end of the world and us, me at 58 going, yeah, you, you ain't seen nothing yet kind of thing. But Knowing that, like, we survive. I saw something on Instagram the other day, and it's like, just so you know, like, when you thought you had, like, 
something about like you survived the worst day you thought you could ever have. Like you've survived mm-hmm. it, whatever that day was, right? You survived it. You're here. Um, oh my gosh, there's like in the K-pop world, my daughter Chloe, who's 19, is obsessed with K-pop. It's Korean pop music. It's amazing mm-hmm. to watch these kids, you know. But here's the thing, like in Korea, you know, the culture of Korea, just like the hard work and, and like the videos that these that these groups send are, you know, post and it's like, okay, it's midnight and we're still working on our choreography, you know, and you're just like, oh my God. Well, one of these very, very high profile kids, he killed himself. And it has literally had this crazy ripple effect, like nobody's posting new music right now. And I'm just hopeful, right, that, like, at, at, like at, I guess what I really want to Wait, say is, like, it it, life, just, <laughs> I know. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, we've, we've survived it, right? So let's just, right. let's just, like, let's make it easy. Like, these kids at 27 think that, like, they can't make it through. But we all right, make it I through, agree. and we can make it through, right? So just circling back yeah. with let's make it easy and playful and, and light. And I just, it's like we can have that life. We, we each as individuals can have that fun, playful life. Yes, we have things that we need to take care of. But, you know, let's just, like, but, we, but if you, it just, like, just shift your perspective. Like, fuck it. Absolutely. You know, just like. Right? Just shift it. We can do it. We can do it. And we, as all of our listeners know, you know, the whole, like, the universe thing and how it works and how it has our back. And, like, just, God, just, you know, work with the universe. Don't work against it, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, I, you know, it brings to mind, I, uh, for those of you that don't know, I have a podcast called Making Each Day Matter, available on, on iTunes. And I had this situation where I, you know, some of the episodes were lost. And one of them that was lost, which was a great episode, was called The Drama Detachment. And because what inspired me to write that chapter was the fact that I was aware that somebody's always going to see something bigger than I see it. Someone is always going to have a reaction bigger than I might to a situation. And it's how (sighs) you deal with that person or that thing You know, like way back talking about, I shared with you about meeting somebody on their level before. It's like I have learned how to detach from other people's drama. I may have an opinion. I may be affected for the moment. I may get anxiety. I may want to plug my ears and go la, 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 la. But uh, what I have been able to do and what I've been practicing on a daily basis is really when I feel that person's drama start to rise, whether they're telling me a story about their life or something that happened or if it's something that includes me, and I seriously can sit there now and look at them, I'm giving away the terrible secret, <laughs> and put the bubble around me and just go, okay, I can sit here and be present with you and I can listen and I can also be detached. I can also yeah. say this isn't my stuff. I can also say wow, I'm sorry, and can I offer you some advice if I have some, and not go in and think I need to change the world for them, think I need to be the save, you know, save one. Just be there and let them process their drama. And it's because we all have it. We all have that little piece of drama. Like, uh, you know, I get irritated every time I walk into my parking lot when the lady next door parks in my parking space. I feel my drama barometers rising, and I want to just – strike out, but I have to go, Kathy, 
there's 17 parking spaces in this park. Why do you care? <laughs> Why do you care? Why does this matter? But we all have those little things, you know, those little reactions and those little bubbles. So learning how to detach is uh, it's a process, but it's a really good thing to do, and I strongly recommend you learn how to do that coming up this year because a lot of times this year we couldn't detach from the drama. It was so in our face. Yeah. And it's still in our face, you know, like it's, it's yeah. not like oh, the yeah. job is not going to go away, right? It's how right, we look right. at it and how we deal right. with it because it's not, you know, there's a certain person that's still in office, you know. So, <laughs> like, and we have no political opinions either way. No, we do not. We, we, I'm yeah, just we saying. don't share our political opinions on the Best Life Cafe because. On the Best Life Cafe. Uh, period. Because that'll get us going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving okay, on. So dot moving on. Com. Okay, right. so I want to share Let's move on. Holiday. I got a couple holiday stories. Okay, so on Monday morning, I had a whole plan to uh, do our Christmas shopping. Me and my granddaughter usually go. My she's 21. She's my older granddaughter, and we usually go Christmas shopping together. And kind of, she does it all at once, and then we all. I kind of help her because she doesn't drive, and so I get her going. So we had this plan, we had it planned, and I was going to drop my six-year-old grandson, her brother, off at school, and then we were going to go do the Santa Rosa stomp and then get come back at 1 o'clock to get him. And right before we got to his school, an hour into the drive, he starts crying and telling me to pull over because he's going to get sick. I don't know why I'm laughing. So I just was Oh, I'm so bad for laughing, but I am that girl. So I... I pull over. He's like, Kiki, pull over. So I pull over. He starts to jump out. The car's locked because it's one of those cars that has the child protection. He's like, open that door. He's crying. So he, I get the lock in. He opens the door. I run around. He's out there. He does his thing. He gets back in, and I'm thinking, well, we're two minutes from school, and he's car sick, so it's going to school, and he looks at me with these big alligator tears rolling out of his face. He's please don't make me go to school. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I call his mom and dad. His mom and dad say he doesn't have to go to school. And I'm like, okay, well, he's going Christmas shopping. We get to the mall. He's feeling great. He's loving it. He's the perfect kid to shop with. He's telling me yes or no for his sister. He's doing all these things. And I sent Carrie a picture. Uh, so, like, two hours later, he's sitting in the cafeteria drinking a lemonade, eating pizza with a Santa crown on. And I posted it. <laughs> Somewhere, I think on Snapchat. It was the cutest thing, but my thought, I sat there and looked at him, and I thought in my heart, like, I remember being his age and going shopping with my grandmother and, and during Christmas and seeing the big Christmas trees and Santa and all those things, and I'm getting goosebumps right now because I know this is true. Mm. The four hours he missed at school are nothing compared to what he got for that grandma didn't make me go to school and I got to hang out with her at the mall. You know what I mean? Yes. Are you kidding? So Listen, he's, you know, so cute. It's kindergarten. Okay. It's not, you know, your yes. fourth year yes, of college exactly. where you're getting your master's. Yeah. Your SATs are tomorrow. But it was really just for me an eye opening oh. experience that the little one that we, you know, they can sometimes get so much out of just hanging out with adults in an adult situation sometimes. And and he really was a kid because he wanted to stand in line and see Santa and he wanted to have, you know, go up to Burger King and do all those fun things. 
Um, and then he picked out two of his presents that I said he couldn't have until Christmas, and I thought that was hilarious because, you know, normally I would never let that happen, but I didn't have a choice. And he thought, well, I love this, but you don't have to get it for me. Okay, go oh. get it. But you Ooh. don't get it. So, you know, the that, art of manipulation. The art of manipulation at six years old. Oh, my God. Oh, it that's was so funny. classic, classic, classic. Okay, so that's one. And then the other story I wanted to tell is that I went to a super fun Christmas party on Saturday night. One of my friends, Kim Sweeney, uh, whoops, I said your name. Shout out, Kim. She has an annual Christmas party, and they're super, super fun. And her house is decorated like none you've ever seen, and it's just Christmas in every room of her house. And I made this little appetizer that I want to share with you guys. So you go get those little tiny mini pastry cups in the freezer. They're 15 to a box. And I took a little tiny piece of brie cheese and I topped it with apricot jam. I baked it in the oven for six minutes, just enough for the cheese and the jam to melt together. And I'm telling you, the easiest appetizer and the most tasty appetizer. I couldn't even believe it. <gasps> Shut up. They were to die for. And, and one Re, one whole circle of brie did 45 cups. So it's really nice. not that expensive either. It was amazing. I'm like, wow. oh, Pinterest, you know, of course. So really, really, really quick, easy little tidbit if you're running, wondering what do I bring. Throw it on a cookie sheet, cover it with foil, bring it to their oven, and bake it for five minutes when you get there, and they'll love it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I'm afraid to get involved in Pinterest because I know that I will just go down that rabbit hole. Like, I just... Oh, you would. You would. <laughs> you're crafty. So, Well, I'm not crafty, uh, but if you're crafty, oh, my God, it's just... Yeah. You might as well just schedule you know, a day a week. Okay. All right. So here's a craft that I want to do. I came up with it in my brain, in my mind, and I really... Like, so I'm telling everybody because... I can't make them. Um, so go to like Michael's or one of those stores and get like a, a dried tree branch, right? Like a little one that you can put in a base, like, I don't know, maybe like two feet tall or something. Spray it, mm-hmm. spray paint it like gold or silver or whatever, whatever you want, white, I don't care. And then at Michael's, they also have these little mini, like itty bitty bitty clothespins. They're like maybe an inch and a half long, or maybe even an inch long. And they have they're all glittery and stuff. And then, so you you basically, I'm telling you guys how to make a gratitude tree. Isn't this a cute idea, Ooh. right? So you write down all your gratitude, and then you hang them on the tree. Isn't that I cute? Like that. So do I know. you it's glue my little, little tiny? You glue the clothespins to the tree? No, no, no. You just, like, they, they're real clothespins, so they work. So you just, like, take a clothespin and write, you know, like, take a little white piece of paper, whatever color you want to write, and then just, like, I'm grateful for, you know, chocolate, whatever. And then you just, you, you attach it to the tree with the clothespin. Like, you just clip it, you know, you clothespin it on. Oh. Are you having trouble visualizing? Because I could I am. Yeah, I'm thinking like the okay. back the other way. Like you would you would glue the back side so that you could push down and have the, the thing hanging. But I'll have to see that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All my crafters like out said, there, I we know. We know what we're talking about. I know. I am not I know. And I am. 
<laughs> and my daughter so, Megan. So we had our we had our Angela gingerbread house on Friday. We do our you know gingerbread houses every year. Each grandkid gets one, and we have a contest. And we actually had a tie. We I let my whole family and everybody vote. And uh, so Megan comes in, and she's so crafty. Her roof is perfectly slanted, and everything's placed. And then you look at my because I helped it one grandchild, and I'm like, okay. Where did you get that, Megan? Because you did not get that from me, clearly. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> and not the crafty one. And it's taken me so many years to admit that to myself, and I'm okay with it now. That you're not crafty? Yes, I'm okay with that. All right. But, you know, Pinterest can help you get crafty, right? Like if you, I mean, look, you, great, you came up with those little hors d'oeuvre thingies. Yes, food. That was a different that was, story. That was good. Food's a different, okay. Oh, speaking I of food, food, okay, so listen. So wait, we were going to talk about, like, the five things that our listeners don't know about us. Yeah. Okay. You go first. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to go first because that just sparked me, that reminded me, at the holidays, one of the things you don't know about me is, is that I'm obsessed with the holiday baking shows on the Food Network or any oh, other network. I do not like, know. I don't obsessed. even know that about you. Right? I know. I so that. there's, yeah. like, the, the holiday baking championship. There's now, like, a new one. It's, like, the top cookie makers. Like, they – it's, like, a cookie thing. And then, okay, do you know about the British baking show with this guy named Paul Hollywood and a couple of nope. other people? Okay, Paul Hollywood is just beautiful, by the way. <laughs> just a shout-out to Paul <laughs> Hollywood. But so they do it somewhere in U.K., I guess, and they like do it in a tent and it's, you know, it's very similar to the here in LA, like, or not LA, but like the baking holiday baking championship or whatever. And they Mm -hmm. like have these fabulous bakers from all over wherever. And everybody has an accent and it's just very, very, very fabulous. And anyway, so that's one of the things I'm just obsessed with, like the baking championship shows of freaking love them. Like from chopped all the way down and chopped like has like, you know, they'll have like themes like it's a Christmas basket theme and they'll have like every basket will have like fruitcake in it and you've got to like, you know, reinvent the fruitcake or whatever. It's so good. Wow. That makes me want to go turn one on right now. I swear. I'd like nothing more to be in my pajamas watching cooking shows today. Like that would be a holiday for me because yeah. And you know, throw in a Christmas movie. Uh, Oh, you're so, good to go. Yeah. All right. What's another one? I mean, what's one of yours? Okay. So I'll do one. Yeah, we'll go. We'll alternate. Have fun. Okay. So just for the record, <laughs> I just want you guys to know that Carrie and I talk on the phone like this every day. Okay. Almost every day. <laughs> uh, but we really, and this is our conversation. So you are getting the real deal. Okay. So for me, I don't, I know there's some people out there that know this about me because we have a private Facebook group, five private Facebook group where we dish, but I am a reality TV junkie. Okay, so Bachelor, Survivor, Big Brother, Kardashians. And those shows, first of all, I I want to be on Survivor. It's a secret desire. Some of you might know that about me. But we have a group called It's All Reality, and we take new members if you're ever interested, but I never add people to groups without their permission. And uh, we dish. We dish about Survivor. We dish about Amazing Race. We dish about uh, Big Brother. 
I haven't really gotten their support on the Kardashians yet, so that I might be flying so low well on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Bachelor, yeah. we really do big. So the Bachelor, uh, we uh, really dish big, and it's going to be an epic season with Ari. And I was so, uh, oh my God, Ari. Ari's the Bachelor. I can't even Ari. Stop. I can't, Ari. can't even handle it. Ari. Okay, Ari is the Bachelor. And I couldn't handle the thought of it. And then I watched their special last week, and I'm hook, line, and sinker crazy about You're Ari, in. and can't wait You're for in the already. season to start. Oh, he oh had my god, line and sinker. That was it. I'm like at the end. I'm like, oh, I forgot Emily broke his heart. You know, but I was like, oh, so happy for you. You know, like I was really hook, line, and sinker. So that's that's a, that's a piece of Kathy that uh, I keep hidden from the social media world, except for that private group. It's all reality. You cracked me up. Yeah, and let me just say, based on that stupid group, I am now hooked. Are I've you in that group? You're been in that group. Yes. I, um, yeah. I've never been one of those reality show people, but I don't know even what happened to me. But Chloe, too. Like, So we did watch for, what was it, The Bachelorette was last one? Yeah, Rachel season yeah, last be, time. Okay. I can see. I, whatever. Um, and... I don't know how we got hooked on it, but Big Brother. Like, I don't even know how that happened, uh, but we got hooked, Chloe and I. All right, but moving on. Okay. So, Celebrity another, Big Brother uh-huh. starts in winter, just for the record. There's a new Big Brother series happening this, this winter. With Celebrity? Yeah, Celebrity Big Brother. And they, I don't even know who the celebrities are yet. So, coming up. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay, I give up. Okay. Um, Number four. Okay. Is, Number four is, we're doing the countdown. Okay, I work with an unbelievable organization called the Unstoppable Foundation, and we build schools in Kenya. And it's just this really amazing organization run by this fabulous woman named Cynthia Kersey. Now, Cynthia, the cool thing about Cynthia is, like, all of our friends that are, like, coming up now who want to, like, stand on stage and be the Hay House authors and, you know, have their online courses and all that stuff. Cynthia already, like, been there, done that. Like, she's done the whole DVD collection and all of that stuff. And and I didn't even know that about her. We had a really neat chat yesterday about that kind of stuff. Um, But I... I just, you know, that for me is my giving of service and... The team is amazing that I work with, with all these people that make something happen, you know, like, it's amazing. And so the, just, like, the, the school that um, is already open is, is a nursing school. So all these girls get to, like, learn a trade. You know, they learn how to be nurses, and then they can take that out into the world and change their lives and the lives of their village and the lives of their families. So it's really cool. It's really awesome. I love it. And don't you have a huge event coming up this spring you might want to shout out to? Oh, yeah. The, we have our, our biggest fundraiser of the year. It's, called, it's a gala. It's like a black tie, you know, very fancy, celebrities mm-hmm. dripping mm-hmm. All, all over it and stuff. So um, that's going to be happening in March. And if anybody wants to donate to it or find out more about it, it's um, Unstoppable Foundation, the whole word, um, dot org. So it's www.unstoppablefoundation.org, and it's really – it's, it's, you know, it gives people that want to do something the opportunity to do something 
like if they didn't know what to do, you know, and a lot of like, you know, people go, oh, you know, I just give money, but it's like, dude, money helps us build this, you know, build the school. So if that's all you can do, that's not like, don't say that's all you can do because that's plenty because we, you know, it does, it does help. And anyway, so it's awesome. It's very cool. And you're going to be so which is even I'm more. I'm hoping. Like, I'm, I don't know how it's going to happen, but you know how life is. So I know. Don't worry about the how. Is, yeah, don't worry about the how. I am a night owl, and I am all, often you'll see a post come through at, you know, 2 a.m. because I'm up. But what do I do at night? So I am a true crime podcast closet listener. <laughs> and I have these, you know, podcast, Crime and Scandal, True Crime Garage, The Nancy Grace, Vanished, uh, Serial. I mean, there's so many. I could name them all. But I listen to true crime stories, and often they're cases I've already followed from, you know, that were, were in the public. So I was very interested in the behind the scenes. There's a lot on you know, Scott Peterson and um, uh, Haley Cumming, just old cases that you never, you always kind of wanted to know what happened and who was prosecuted. And so... I'm fascinated by them, and the reason I do that is because I have a secret desire, along with my survivor's secret desire, to write a mystery fiction novel and a Netflix series to go with it. So uh, that is something that you might not know about me. I love that. I don't think I knew that. Like that's what yeah, we do in the it. wee hours of the night. In the wee hours, awesome. yeah, true crime. Mm. Wow. Um, okay. Number three, if we're counting down, um, mm-hmm. my biggest, one of my biggest guilty pleasures, I'm obsessed with Target. Obsessed. <laughs> Let me just say that. I love Target so much, and any excuse I can go get to Target, I go to Target. Like, like that is my therapy. Like, I can just, like, aimlessly walk around and just look at you know, look at things, and mm-hmm. I just, anyway, that's, I love Target. I love, 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 love Target, and here's the other thing about, okay, so if I ever go anywhere, like, we went to Target in Hawaii, okay, that's, like, yeah. how weird mm-hmm. I am, like, I was like, oh, my God, there's a Target in Hawaii, like, let's go, like, let's go look, you be so whatever day. city I'm in, yeah, I, because there's so many different things, depending on where you are, <laughs> like, a Target in, like, Chicago is not going to have the same stuff as a Target in Maui. So I, I just, that. I'm obsessed. Anyway, that's it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, fun. Okay, so number three for me, and I'm, a lot of people do know this about me, but people out in the outer world don't know, and that is that I am a tax person and a bookkeeper in my side hustle life, and I have been doing that for almost, well, I've only been doing taxes for a few years, but I have been working with numbers as a career for almost 25 years. Really? That's a long time, babe. I don't even know if I calculated yeah. that. Wow. That's yeah, that's how, how long I've been doing bookkeeping. And then I added taxes when I lost my job and I needed like a niche to supplement. And the lovely thing about doing taxes is that I work really hard for 12 weeks straight and then I work really light for eight months, which is yeah. kitchen kitchen. Well, Pretty, it hasn't been yeah, happening this year, kitchen. but it's definitely because next year is going to be easy. 
I'm literally going to limit myself to 20 hours a week starting May 1st, and I am not going to let up on that until January 1 of the next year. So hold me to it. <laughs> okay. You got it, babe. Um, okay. So number – where am I? Number two? Number two. My number two is – okay. My number two is is that we are one of those crazy, weird Disney families. Like, for Hanukkah this year, I was so excited because I got to buy annual passes again. And, like, the last time that we had annual passes, we went – well, I went 17 times. My daughter went 19 times. Um, And there's just something – I know. There's just something about Disneyland. Like, we're not – okay, I'm going to, like – I'm going to – like, we're not one of those people that, like, always goes to Disney, like – I wish we could. Like, I wish we could be that obsessed Disney family where, like, every vacation is a Disney vacation because that would be amazing. But just, there's just something about Disney land, just Disney in general. Like, I mean, oh, I love it. I I told Chloe, I said, I wish there was just a path to, like, walk on Main Street because, like, for me, that's enough. Like, it's just Mm. being, you know, it just makes me feel... Like, I guess it's my little girl, you know, she just loves Disneyland and the fantasy and, uh, you know, as a, as an adult, I love looking at like the things, like every detail, it's, it, it boggles the mind, it boggles my mind, like, and I love it because then I also think like, who is that person that thinks about all the details of the Disney world? Oh, so no. Love Disney. Well, love, you and love, I love share Disney. that. In, and Carrie and I, when we met, we certainly didn't know that about each other. But anybody who knows me knows that I am also equally obsessed. Usually go once or twice a year. And my desire list, my 50 desire list, is to go twice a year. Uh, what I love about Disneyland right now is it's so beautiful at Christmas time and so magical and sparkly and lights everywhere. And the way they light up the small world is like nothing you've ever seen in your whole entire life. And even if you can't go, just Google that and see what that looks yeah. like because it's amazing. And I also just wanted to quick add that uh, I told you, and I'll tell our listeners, there was a great show called Disney's Magical Holiday Weddings. And they had two girls who got married in Disney World and their stories. And I was like, oh, my God, and they were just princesses for the day. It was beautiful. Okay. My yeah, I look forward to kind of uh, Yeah, it might not be on anymore. I'll, I'll try when I get home. So my number two is two together because I have really stepped out of the box on both of these and kind of reversed life. And that is that I became a grandmother at the age of 36. Okay, so do the math on that. Yes, I had a very young son who became a father. Wouldn't have traded it for the world. But I didn't graduate from high school until I was in my later 50s. So I completely went backwards in life, and it was a beautiful thing. So now I'm a high school graduate and a grandmother of four. (laughs) Girl, girl. Isn't it crazy what we choose to come into this world to do? Like this time around, like it's just it's remarkable. Um, okay, so my my number one, my number one thing. Well, I don't know. I'm. Sh- I mean, a lot of people know this, but you guys, I am obsessed. You know, I'm obsessed with Hawaii. A lot of people for a really long time thought that I lived in Hawaii because I, I. But I did. I do in my heart. I do. I live in Hawaii, and there is 
I mean, many past lives um, in Hawaii. But the other thing that you don't know about me is, like, I, on Instagram, like, every morning I go to the Grand Wailea and look and see if they posted a video. Like, that's where I go Mm. to, like, just be. Like, I will, like, some, there's a couple of people that I follow that literally will, like, literally stick the camera, I think, in the, in the sand and just film the ocean for, you know, an hour. And I'll just go, oh, my God, and just sit there and watch the waves. And then I remember our trip together. And um, I just, like, and I remember when in the early morning, like, I just, it just takes me there. Like, I use Instagram to take me back to Hawaii all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I get even more, like, oh, I do a lot of shopping from people, you know, like, things that are man are made only on Maui or in Hawaii. And so I'm obsessed. Like that is truly, if I had one obsession, I am obsessed with Insta- Hawaii Instagram, you name it. And if you are from Hawaii and I'm not following you yet, please shout out to me because I'll follow you. Hit me up. <laughs> Hit, Hit me up. up. Yes. Oh, that is super cute. Okay, so my number one thing, and I'm just, there's so many things that, you know, we could probably do this every show with one thing, but. I know, wouldn't uh, that be fun? Is that starting on November 26th, which is the day after Thanksgiving usually or somewhere in there, I listen to Christmas music only on the radio, and I watch a Christmas movie every single night, me and the BF. And we cry and we watch the Hallmark Channel and we're so obsessed with Christmas movies that we have like 22 of them on our DVR right now. I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. Did you watch one last night? I did not. I watched. I was going to. but I, So my favorite one this year was called Switched at Christmas and it was about twin sisters who switched places because they wanted each other's lives. <laughs> And got them, and I'm like seriously. I was like, I always wanted a twin sister. Like this is like my secret thing. <laughs> so I grew up with brothers. I had no sisters. <laughs> that was my no, favorite this... so far this year. Okay, what's your all-time favorite Christmas movie? Hmm. Wow, it's hard to say, but right now it's Switchmas. But it's what's the Christmas. But uh, I've been told, and maybe you guys know this better than I, to watch Love Actually. Like that was a, the best Christmas movie. So it is on the list, and I'm going to get that one done before Christmas. I didn't even know Love Actually was a Christmas movie. Yeah, apparently it is, and apparently it's a good one. Okay. My favorite is Elf. So those are the five things you don't know about me and Carrie four one one. There you go. And I Yay. just love that we shared that. And I hope you guys love that because I know you listen to us. And thank you. I just want to take a moment to shout out that we have had over 2,800 downloads of our show, which is an amazing thing. Uh, it's a lot of people listening, and we appreciate it, and we would love for you to share, promote. If you want to be on our show, give us a shout-out, Kathy at KathyAnello.com. Come to our Instagram or our Facebook. We uh, have a great year planned, and we're going to bring a lot of exciting people in. So, yeah. So thank you it's so much really for the cool. support this year. Um, so I think all right. Cool well, cause. with that yeah. said, I guess, yeah. Um, I usually am, am um, 
I usually am, fi- uh, what do you call it? Shuffling them while we're talking on the phone, but I, but I haven't done that I yet today. I actually was, so. so I'm prepared. Okay, you so go my, first. I'm using Angel, I'm using Angel Answers today, uh, Doreen Virtue, Radley Valentine. And so I want you all to just kind of take a moment and ask a question in your mind. And let's see what happens. Well, oh, that brushed out good. Hmm. Communicate clearly. So whatever your your little uh, question was, the answer for that today was communicate clearly. Mm. And I'm going to that's perfect because you know we're like two two days away from Mercury retrograde or Mercury going direct again. Thank you, God. Mm. God, I, I can't wait to talk about that next week. So this situation requires very precise and careful communication. Don't assume that what others don't assume that others involved understand what you want or need from them. In-person discussions are preferable, and if that's not possible, make sure that your communication method is very thorough. This card can indicate that there has been a miscommunication that is creating a challenge for the parties involved, and by clearing up any misunderstandings, you can heal the situation so that everyone can start moving forward again. I like it. That's right. It's a good time to clear up any that it, thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, clear it up. Okay. Clear, not shut only clear it up, but, you know, everybody, yeah, shut that shit down. Everybody is going to be dealing with family, right, and people, and, like, mm-hmm. we're getting into, like, a very busy week of Plans people. And, yeah. So, yeah. Right. So just, you know, be mindful of your communication as well so that you can not, you know, go down that rabbit hole. Because we all can. All, what is it about family that pushes our buttons sometimes? I don't know. Okay. Whole other show. So <laughs> it is a whole other show. All right, you guys. Okay. I am so excited about this card. I'm just looking for the for the thingy on it. QRS. Okay, here we go. All right. So again, I'm using the Crystal Angel cards from Doreen, her newest thing, and I pulled Rose Quartz, which is mm. all about your love life. And it says okay. new or renewed romantic love is here for you. Okay, I'm gonna read this. Your heart is ready for, oh, my God, your heart is ready for great love, and this card validates that your romantic prayers have been heard and are being answered. Rose Quartz is associated with innocent, youthful, and playful romantic love, so if you are currently in a relationship, you may want to have a play date with your partner. If you are single and looking, Rose Quartz is a sign of courtship, crushes, flirtation, and bliss of a new love on the horizon for you. This is also a sign of falling back in love. Oh, this is also a sign of falling back in love with your life and valuing life itself. Focus upon your blessings and what you're grateful for to allow you to regain the love of life. Prayers can help you appreciate this amazing gift that God has given to all of you. I love that. And then it just says like about, okay, here, I'll read this, about Rose Quartz. The pale pink quartz crystal is associated with attracting healing and maintaining romantic love. Polished rose quartz stones are often carved into heart shapes to further amplify their connection to love. Oh, okay, you guys, let me just put it out there in the universe. Like, so 2018 for me, I'm attracting my soulmate. Like, this is the year for me. This is my year. Freaking A, man. That's awesome. I know. So excited. Um, Okay. And then I want to just read our Wayne Dyer, my Wayne Dyer quote. 
this is really quite magical for me this morning. Okay. All of the great teachers have left us with a similar message. Go within, discover your invisible higher self, and know God as the love that is within you. Mm. It's the best. Like, I just, this is just the most beautiful quote from him. Anyway, that's it, my doll. I have a quote today, so I wanted to just give a quick shout-out before we end the show about if you're looking for a last-minute gift. It's called The Wisdom of Sundays, Life-Changing Insights from Super Soul Conversations by Oprah Winfrey. And let me tell you, this is one amazing book. So I'm going to read you a quote from this, and it says, Everybody has a calling. Your real job in life is to figure out why you are here and get about the business of doing it. And that is from Oprah hmm. herself. I so need that book. Go out I there. really do need that book. Yeah, oh, it's an amazing book. Live your dreams. Uh, enjoy your happy holiday. Merry Christmas to everybody. We love you, and we so appreciate you tuning in. Happy Hanukkah. To the Best Life happy, Cafe. We, we just, and happy Hanukkah. Yes. yes. Yeah, we just ended our eighth day, so happy, happy Hanukkah to everybody. And um, we have an amazing, amazing show next week with Carrie Stiers. Make sure you tune in because she's going to talk about what we need to know going forward into 2018 and what else. Oh, and if you have any questions or whatever, yeah, we'll be taking calls. So post them. All right. We love you. Aloha, everybody. Bye. Bye.